Welcome to the Portland Pentecostals podcast. We're happy you've decided to join us as we build a life-changing relationship with Jesus Christ. Enjoy the message. I feel joy in this house. I feel the hope of the Holy Ghost in this house. Amen, amen. Don't ever let anybody tell you you should not get excited when you come to church. God gave us our emotions so he could watch us respond to his presence. Think about whenever a dad or a mom comes home and they've been away for a little while and they walk in the door and they say, hey, daddy's home. If mom just kind of looks over and goes, okay, and the kids don't hardly look up from their toys, uh, there's some, uh, there's difficulty in that house. When daddy comes home, it's like, daddy's home. And they run and they hug. And can I tell you, when we come into the house of God and our heavenly father shows up, there's excitement. Hey, daddy's in the house. Daddy's in the house. Woo! Hallelujah. I want to see my dad. Glory. God did not give us our emotions to just waste it on football. Can the church say amen? I think there's something happening today. I'm not really sure what it is. I think it's kind of a big deal. Amen. Portland Pentecostals is happening. Amen. Woohoo! Come on, shout yeah. In your Bibles, as you're turning to Mark chapter 7, I want to say how thankful I am to be connected to this church and I am telling you, there is such a, an expectancy. I want you to remind your neighbor, look at your neighbor say, this is a great church. I mean, say it with conviction. Say it like you, you feel it. Hey, this is a great church. Woo! This is a great church. It's an amazing church. I honor the people of this church. Amen. I'm so thankful to be connected to brother and sister Hanson. Also to Brandon and Sister Kara, I honor you guys. Anthony and Erica, their families, I honor you guys. Aren't you thankful for great leadership? Thank God for great leadership. Amen. And so, and I'm thankful my sweet wife is in the house. You know, whenever I was an evangelist, um, and I, I tell this story certainly with humor, that I just get so excited about preaching. Uh, we were just newly married, and she said, Honey, if you don't mind, could you like tell people who I am? Because they look over and they go, Who's the new girl? You know, we know Brother Dylan's preaching, but uh, is she with him? She said, I'd kind of like them to know that I'm supposed to be here with you. This is my wife, amen, of 20 years. Thank you, Jesus. And so uh, I am filled with confident expectation that God is about to talk to us, not just from his word, but from a real life relevant application you'll hear in just a few moments. So the word of God says in Mark 7 and verse 24, and from thence Jesus arose or he arose and went into the borders of Tyre and Sidon and entered into a house and would have no man know it. Now, I could preach about this, but he could not be hid. In other words, when Jesus is in the house, you can't hide it. Hey, is he in the house today? You can't hide the fact Jesus is in this house. For a certain woman 
whose young daughter had an unclean spirit, heard of him, came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation. Thank God that there's multiple nations. How many of you know God loves every ethnicity? God loves people. And she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, Let the children first be filled, for it is not necessary to take or meet to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. Now I know some of you and pastor can talk to you about the context of that. And, and there would be a day when Gentiles would be welcome into the kingdom. But she answered and she said, Yes, Lord, yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. And he said unto her for this saying because you said this you go your way the devil has gone out of your daughter and she, when she was come to her house she found the devil gone out and her daughter laying upon the bed in other words she said Lord there's something you got and I need it and the Lord said I got to take another look at this woman her faith in me and my ability is causing me to take another everybody say take another look I'm going to preach this morning on this subject, amen, or this title, and I'd like for you to repeat it after me, after further review. After further review. Would you put your Bibles down? Would you lift your hands to the Lord and ask God to talk to you today? God, we are the sheep of your pasture. I pray today that through this vessel, you would communicate what is pleasing unto God. I pray, God, that you would literally eclipse me. Let no man know me. Let every man know Jesus the Christ. Let every man see you, God. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you for standing. Thank you for worshiping. Amen. So I know many of you do not know me. Some of you know me from way back when I preached here. Can I tell you that I'm so thankful to feel what I feel in this house? There is a great spirit of expectancy. I'm telling you, this church is literally just shooting up. And there's so much in front of you that God's going to do great things. But anybody who, knew, who knows me for a short time will realize I do like football. My boys and I, we throw the football just about every day as often as possible in the yard. I've been privileged to coach my boys' flag football team in a community league in town. And so from this perspective, you can, you, you can understand I am very cognizant of what today is. You cannot be halfway connected to the news to know that today is a big day in the NFL. It's not just any bowl game today. It's the, everybody say, Super Bowl. There are bowl games played every year and sometimes Oklahoma State will upset Oklahoma or the Mississippi State Bulldogs will pull past Texas A&M or Georgia may win over Florida or Penn State may stay on top of Iowa or let's make it local, the Cascade Clash where the Oregon Ducks fly high over the Washington Huskies. Anybody want to say amen? 
the border war continues. In these bowl games, football teams who were slated to go down didn't go down, but they go up. Not only do they go up in the polls, but they upset the teams that thought they were going to win. You cannot go very far in the Bible before you realize that God specializes in upsets. God always roots for the underdog, especially the Gentiles who were called dogs by the Jews. Our text reveals the natural Jews' disdain for anybody non-Jewish. And the statement is made, should the children's bread be taken from the children and be given to dogs? Should you take what was meant for our kids and give it to somebody like that? And yet there was a faith in this Syrophoenician woman who said, Truth, Lord, but even the dogs get the crumbs that fall from the master table. If I could just get just a crumb, it's not the whole loaf, but it's just a little bit. Can I tell somebody, even if you can get a little bit of God today, it's going to go a long way in your deliverance. If you can get a little bit of God, it's going to cause you to be sustained today. You need to have a desire in you that says, God, I may not get it all, but I'm going to get something from God today. I'm going to get a bite from the Holy Ghost today. Come on, somebody. A crumb, she says, is sufficient to satisfy my needs if it comes from God's table. And it caused God to take another look. It caused God to say, wait a minute. This woman has great faith. He looked again at a woman who others would have passed by. Well, when we consider the world of sports on September 7th, 1986, professional football changed forever. It was the first time instant replay was used in an NFL regular season game. The league's use of instant replay was called into action on the third play of that particular game. The defensive safety recovered the football in the end zone after a bad snap from the center. The officials on the field said maybe, but the man in the booth said yes, and football changed forever. The purpose of the replay booth is to make sure the call is correct on the field or that the call gets corrected in real time. After all, referees are human and can make mistakes so the idea is to erase the human error and allow the game to be played where the athletes determine the outcome and not just a man with a yellow flag the replay booth or maybe we could call it the power of the review button is where a referee goes behind a curtain and he sees the play over and over but from different angles from different views and at different speeds to make sure the call gets correct you know the drill there's a controversial call on the field that needs to be reviewed the referee will run over to a box he'll step behind the curtain he'll put on his earphones he'll watch the replay and when he's made his decision he'll come out from behind the curtain he'll turn on his microphone and say something like this after further review the player did have possession of the football or the ruling on the field stands touchdown and the crowd will go wild after further review can change the ball game to your favor or it can make you upset if it goes against your team but those words are more than just words that can alter a football game after further review 
are words that can alter the outcome of your life. I would encourage some of you this morning because the devil would like to convince some of you that you've already gone too far and you've already sinned too much and because of that you'll never be able to be saved or used by God. But after further review, God's grace is greater than your guilt. God's mercy is greater than your mistake. God is able to forgive you. It's greater than your failure. Come on somebody after further review. Somebody shout after further review. This is why the writer wrote, he said, Rejoice not against me, O mine enemies, for after further review, when I fall, I shall arise. And though I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be my light. Come on, somebody, after further review. I want this church to know that God is not through with you yet and your best days are in front of you. He that has begun a good work in you shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout after further review. The Bible teaches very explicitly that the devil is the accuser of the brethren. There are some here this morning that you have dealt with the voice and the vice of the enemy. He has accused you. He has manipulated you. He's lied to you. Some of you have started believing him, but we're going to go behind the curtain today. In the Old Testament, there was a curtain. In the Old Testament, the high priest would go behind a curtain or what we call a veil in the Old Testament tabernacle and there when he would offer the blood he would go before that ark of the covenant there were angels seated on each side of it and he would sprinkle that blood Israel's guilt was real Israel's sin was prevailing they were they were ready for judgment but after further review when God saw the blood he said I'm going to push their sins ahead and the priest would walk out from behind that old testament veil and he would say God has pardoned our sin for another year come on somebody after further review the story's not going to end the way the devil wants it to Mercy would allow the priest to see from a different speed and a different perspective. And the priest would walk back out. Amen. And the people's sins would be rolled ahead another year. You can walk out of here with hope and full of the Holy Ghost after further review. In other words, God's trying to tell somebody it ain't over till it's over. I said it ain't over till it's over. And God says it's not over. I'm still looking at the play. Don't let the devil lie to you and tell you that you'll never break the curse or that your parents struggled and you will too. Don't You don't have to fight your daddy's demons another day. I said you don't have to fight your mama's mistakes another day. After further for review, God is fighting for you. I said after further review, God is on your side. He is still the sovereign and he sits upon the circle of the earth. Come on somebody, after further review. Amen. Somebody shout after further review. The stark reality is that there are some things that are not as they appear. You've seen your rear view mirror that says objects may be closer than they appear. Well, I can tell you that in God's world, things are not as they appear. Why? Because God is sovereign. God is supernatural. God 
God can turn our situation around. Amen. Every coach has something called a red challenge flag. Anytime before the two minute warning or in overtime the coach can signal a challenge by throwing the red flag. In other words the coach saw something he didn't like or agree with and he wanted somebody to take another look and so he would challenge the play. He throws, anybody ever seen a coach throw the red flag? He throws the red flag and says, hey, you take a look at that. And so here it is. Our image of the devil is that he is big and powerful and overwhelming and full of authority and full of power to destroy and manipulate and mess up our lives. But I'm going to challenge that this morning. I'm throwing a challenge flag. It is not like you think it is. Come on, somebody. You need to challenge. If the devil said something about you, you need to throw the flag and say, it's not like you think it is. Isaiah 4.12 tells us about the devil. How are you fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How are you cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? For you said in your heart, I will ascend into the heavens. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Yet you shall be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. And they that see thee shall narrowly look upon you and say is this the man you mean that's the big bad devil that made me feel like I couldn't overcome my past you mean that I want to challenge that I'm chat the devil's not going to have the final say come on somebody you got to hear this preacher right now the devil's not greater than God and God has the final say I feel like saying, turn my microphone on. Here it is. Here it is. Amen. The ruling on the field is that the devil was in control. The devil was stronger. The devil was greater than humanity. There was no hope and you were going farther than you thought God could reach. However, after further review, we're going to overturn that ruling. And greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And if God be for us, who can be against us? And we are more than conquerors through Christ that loved us. Come on, somebody. Who shall separate me from the love of God? You need to challenge your circumstance this morning. You may, you may say, but I've wasted so much time. You know what the referee will also say? He'll stand in front of all those thousands of people and he'll say, please put this time back on the clock. Can I tell you, when you challenge the devil, God can add more time to your life. God can put more time back on the play clock. God can say, I'm going to give you years you didn't know about. You thought you just had a few days left, but I'm going to lengthen your days and strengthen your life come on somebody shout unto God and give him praise you may remember Rahab she was a prostitute she was a sinner she would have perished along with everyone else in Jericho but she threw out a challenge flag she put a scarlet thread out of her window and what looked like a house that would have been destroyed what looked like in a past that should have amen eliminated her a stigma that she could not shake when she threw out the challenge flag her house was spared her past was pardoned her stigma was sanctified she became came the great great grandmother of King David 
Come on, somebody. Don't ever let the devil tell you you got too bad of a past for God to ever use you. Amen. God redeemed a harlot and made her the great great grandmother of David, king of of Israel. Can I tell somebody God wants you to be an overcomer. You will kick that habit. You will learn to pray. Don't throw in the towel. Throw in the challenge flag. After further review there will be revival. I said after further review your family will be saved. After further review, God will work the miraculous. Come on, somebody. If the devil's telling you a lie, you need to throw in the challenge flag and say, God, come on, hallelujah. Brother Dave, you need to throw that challenge flag. You need to say, I will live for God. Come on, sis, you need to throw that challenge flag. Come on, my God, somebody. Brother Joe, you need to throw that challenge flag. I challenge the report of the enemy. Come on, somebody, I challenge you. What the devil said was going to be my final days is not my final days. Hallelujah. Somebody's the sh- Woo! Yay! Somebody shout, I challenge that. Seems like God hated Job. Seems like God had deserted him. But after further review, God gave Job double. She was caught in the act of adultery. She was supposed to die. But after further review, he said, go thy way and sin no more. The man lived in the graveyard. 2,000 demons living in him. He seemed to be destined to a lake of fire. But after further review, he became a missionary of God's mercy. The children of Israel standing at the Red Sea. It looked like Pharaoh was about to win but after further review they walked across on dry ground I'm telling somebody we're serving a God that wants to look at the play again hey man somebody said God wants to look at the play again because after further review I don't know who I'm preaching to but it seems like you may be saying I'm never going to get out of this debt you need to challenge that hey You need to challenge that. You need to say, God, you're able to bless me to get rid of all this debt and to be a giver to the church. Hey, God's about to bless this church with a brand new building. You need to be one of the biggest givers that says, hey, I challenge you. Amen. My family died in debt, but I don't have to die in debt. I'm going to be victorious in my finances. Seems like you're never going to be able to control your temper. You need to challenge that. It seems like your your separation from your spouse is the only option. You need to challenge that. It seems like your kids are too far gone. You need to challenge that. You need to say, with God. Everybody shout, with God. Say it again. Say, with God. All things are possible. I know the odds are stacked against you, the devil. Amen. But listen, devil, don't write me off just yet. I may be down, but I am not out. I may be weak, but I am not whipped. I may be discouraged, but I am not dead. After further review, I can do all things through Christ. That strengthens me. After further review. Somebody say it again. Say after further review. It simply means take a look at it again. View it one more time from a different angle. The purpose of the replay booth is to make sure the call gets correct. And the purpose of this service this morning is to make sure the call on your life gets correct also. If the devil's told you a lie, God wants to speak to you the truth after further review. 
I'm going to need your help preaching this message a little bit longer. Will you help me? Amen. Whenever I point to you, I want you to shout. Not say shout. Somebody say shout. After further review, when I see Abraham, I see a man that lied about his wife, had an affair with the neighbor, had problems and hangups, but God saw the father of the faithful. When I see Moses, I see a man that had an identity crisis. He was a murderer. He was a man full of excuses, but... God saw a deliverer. When I see David, I see an adulterer, a murderer, a man full of violence. But God sees a man after his own heart. When I see Zacchaeus, I see a short, rich man that tried to make up for his lack of height with fright and fight. He stole from people. He was chief among sinners. Jesus went to his house and... God saw a redeemed man who restored all he had stolen. When I see the Apostle Paul, I see a man that was in false religion. A man that was an assistant to the first martyr and murder of the New Testament church. Full of pride. Amen. But God saw the author of over half of the New Testament. One more. When I see Peter, I see a loud mouth. A hot head. A man that had a problem with cussing and incurred a personal foul called on him for unnecessary roughness when he cut off Malchus's ear unnecessary roughness he cut off a man's ear and the Lord put it back on but after God saw the first apostolic preacher on the day of Pentecost can I tell somebody God's looking at the replay booth right now and he's saying after further review I see somebody I can use come on somebody amen you need to hear this preacher right now your life is under review look at somebody say my life is under review don't judge me yet the final call might surprise you Amen. Don't listen. Remind the devil you can't judge anything before the time. The devil wants to say it's over. You're a has been. You're washed up. You're never was. You're an also ran. But after further review, God says, "I've got plans for your life." Come on, somebody. I'm preaching hope into somebody's spirit right now that God is the only one. Come on, I said, God. I have a word for every Monday morning quarterback. And every sideline coach who wants to comment on everybody's playing ability or what they're doing wrong. I tell you, brother so-and-so, if he do what I told him to do, I tell you, sister so-and-so, she's got hang-ups and she's got faults and failures. Can I tell somebody, the only one on the field who has the authority to make the final call is the man who wears the stripes. And Jesus Christ is the only one who's ever worn stripes on his back. He's the only one with the authority to make the final call in your life. Come on somebody. Jesus wore the stripes. He says your life is under review. And don't let anybody tell you differently. Come on. Would you shout to God? Would you give God praise? Woo! Hallelujah! The reason we lift our hands 
is because we're signaling success through surrender. I get the victory through my surrender. After further review, there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. I said there's no condemnation. But what about my past? It's under review. And the only one worthy to give your final call is the one who wore the stripes. Jesus bore stripes on his back at Calvary so he could look at you and say, it's not over. I'm adding time to the clock. Amen. Amen. I'm going to penalize the devil. 15-yard penalty and first down. You're starting over. I'm telling you, God is the author of a start over. God is the one who can move the chains in your life. God not only breaks the chains, he moves the chains. Some of you know what it's like to come to God broke, busted, and disgusted. And when you come to God, you ain't got two nickels to rub together. But God is the one when there's no job, he gives a job. And when there's no house, he gives a house. And when there's no spouse, he gives a spouse. And God begins to add to you why. Because after further review, God says there's enough left for me to work with. You may say, but God, I don't bring a lot to you. You may say, God... I don't have nothing to give you. You know what God responds with that? Those are the perfect ingredients. Because in the beginning, I started with nothing. And I made something out of it. Bring God your nothing. Hallelujah. Woo! Can I tell somebody one more statement? And I'm done. We're going to come to an altar. And we're going to receive the mercy that God has for us. The day of Pentecost highlighted God's plan of redemption through repentance, baptism in the name of Jesus, and the infilling of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues on this day it was as though God the head referee stepped behind the veil and when he stepped out he said after further review I see hope for humanity I see hope for humanity it ain't over till I say it's over and I've just put more time on the game clock I'm telling somebody right now this is not just a play on words our God is for us and he's not against us Lift your hands to the Lord right now because hope is filling this house. I said hope is filling this house right now. Come on, somebody. Amen. This altar. I'm about to open this altar for somebody who's saying, God, I want my life to continue to be under your review. I'm opening this altar right now. Amen. When you come to this altar, you're telling God, God, I pray you would see my life again. I pray you would take another look at my life again. Come on, somebody. Amen. Get in as close as you can. If you need to throw a challenge flag, get to this altar and tell the devil, I challenge your lies. I challenge what you have said about me. I'm coming to an altar because after further review, God is for me and not against me. Woo! Come on, somebody. That's it. After further review, come on, somebody. If you can't get to an altar, lift your hands where you're at. Lift your hands where you're at and begin to tell him, God, I yield to your review. I pray, God, you would see me through the blood. Come on, somebody. God is for us. Woo! That's it, ministers. Find someone to pray for. That's it, guy. Woo! The devil is
is a liar. Yes. And God is a He's a referee. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. That's it. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. Let it flow like a river. Yes, hallelujah. church that's it God is moving right now God's not giving up on you after further review he is our salvation he is our God that's it Jesus fill me full God you my life is under review it's not over till you say it's over that's it church come on that's it the Holy Ghost is in this house the spirit of the Lord is in this place woo Come on, God is not finished. God is not finished. God, we yield to you right now. Come on, let the Holy Ghost flood. After further review, God, my life, it matters. God, establish men and brethren today. God, establish our hearts to serve God. Woo! It ain't over till it's over. That's it. Come on, church. After further review. After further review. Come on, church. That's it. God's hand is upon you. After further review, God cares about me. After further review, He's not done with me. After further review, I shall live and not die. Woo! After further review. Yes, God. Yes, God.
You're not finished yet, God. Hallelujah. We trust your purpose, God. Hallelujah. You're opening a door in the desert, in this provision. You're opening a door in the name of Jesus for the abundance of the Spirit of God to flow. In the name of Jesus, multiply your glory. Hallelujah. You're not done. Hallelujah. There's nothing that can come against us. That your kingdom is not greater. That your power is not greater. Hallelujah. Let it be, oh God, right now that people would embrace your kingdom. Embrace your promises. Hallelujah. You're a redeemer. Hallelujah.